Welcome to the Sparkle Pod, Move It Mama's safe haven for our weekly waffly chats. An avenue for us to answer listener questions, connect more with our members and shed light on our weekly ebbs and flows. If you want to work out with us, join us at moveitmama.co.nz and if you like our podcast, please hit like and subscribe. You fall, you rise, you make mistakes. You're human, not perfect. You've been hurt, but you're alive. Think of what a precious privilege it is to be alive, to breathe, to think, to enjoy and to chase the things you love. Sometimes there is sadness in our journey, but there is also loads of beauty. We must keep putting one foot in front of the other even when we are hurt, for we will never know what is waiting for us just around the bend. Hello our friends, a new week, a new year, even though we are already in Feb. Hope you enjoy our company today. As usual, it's so good to be here. Hello, Jessica. Hello, Lisa. How are you? I am good, thank you. How are you? Good, thank you. Um, your intro got me thinking about something that I've listened to recently. You you might remember what it is because I don't. <laughs> but it was about um, that the sort of most successful, it must have been the previous podcast, the most sort of successful people or like the yeah most successful people are consistently kind of average not consistently average but they enjoying the average things ex- yeah this was off a of feel better live more wasn't it yeah it was, it was that I one. remember that and it really so, resonated with me too actually. I, I loved it so so basically she was releasing a book her first book and the day before her book launch what does she feel she felt like quite happy but she didn't let herself get extremely excited and her point with this was like the most kind of in brackets successful people are those people that kind of are just consistently consistent with their life and therefore you get real pleasure in the day-to-day mundane is that the- well? Like, say that, yeah, you've done really good retention, by the way. I'm really <laughs> impressed, better than me. But, like, say that woman with that author. So, she's actually the book launch, she's not getting too uh, out of control, excited. She's more happy if, like, three weeks' time, someone just sends her an email going, Thank you so much. Your, your book changed my life. Like, little things daily were the other things to really um, hone in and really. Um, reap those benefits, those little tiny, those little tiny rewards every day. Yeah, I really, I really liked it too. It was Dr. Gabrielle Lyon, wasn't it? And she was talking about you know people that say, for example, are doing a marathon and they're so excited in this lead up to this event, and they train, 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 and it's blah blah blah, and then they do the event and this kind of almost like post event blues or you know. So there, yeah, it was like riding the they ride the highest highs, but they also go the lowest of low. Whereas if you can find a way to kind of be pretty consistent, then you don't go so low. You mightn't go mm. as high, but you still find excitement and joy and thrills and things. But like mm. controlled, I thought that was really good. Yeah. I, can I just have an example? I was dropping the kids to school this morning and um, it's Tay's week in the front, which is just a new thing. So it's normally always the big boys. They swap turns, but we've got every fourth, every week as a new child so it takes a month for the next person's to that person's <laughs> anyway he got in the front and no one argued and I said oh you how come you're in the front and he goes it's my week and I was like oh how exciting I feel like this is the first time that I've it's 
he's in the front with me. Anyway, he sort of goes, uh, he reaches over to hold my hand. So we hold hands the whole whole drive. And I just kept glancing down at his face. And he was just so happy that he was in the front. <laughs> like it was such a thrill for him that his three older brothers were in the back and he was in the front. And I just took, I took that as such a joy, joyful occasion. Like that's not a big deal that my child's holding mm. my hand in the front, mm-hmm. but it was so it was such a big deal for me. Like I kept mm. looking down at his little face and his eyes. And mm. and as we were driving to school, the boys were talking about, there's a new word that they use. It's hilarious. Okay, what so is it? Dan told me a few weeks ago, he said, babe, have you heard the new word? And I'm like, no, and he told me. But today they were using it. The big boys were in the car. Like, yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, that's sweaty. Sweet. I said, <laughs> I said, um, guys what does that word mean and they're like just means like it's just real real dope like it's real good and I was like like, yeah sick but I was like but I get sweaty when I work out like he's like no Louis said no mum it's a different meaning and I was like oh okay I just tried to be really like not hassling them just on their page and anyway um they said that (laughs) they said oh you can be real sweat at fortnight and I was like who wants to be sweat at fortnight and Rico's like me and I was like when you die no one's going to remember you for being sweat at fortnight. And mm. that they were sort of black. They just weren't really listening to me. They're honed out. And I said, when you die, people are going to remember you for being kind, for making people smile. For They're going to remember your smile and how you made them feel. And Tay, going back to the front seat person, my mm. passenger seat, it was looking at me like he really mm, was taking understood. on my chat. Mm-hmm. And I know that when he went off today, I just knew he's just all about trying to make someone feel mm. good. Mm. And I just love it. I, you mm. know, I might have only, my chat might have only been listened to two, maybe Carlos was listening to. I said, I know you're listening, Carlos. <laughs> two of the two four of listened. The four, but, you know, my morning <laughs> job was done. Yeah, so I just took that, I took that moment and really that's a precious moment for me today and that made me happy. Mm. And are you suggesting you sort of didn't over overexcite yourself over it? You just kind of... Took it, took it. Except, yeah, didn't make a big deal, no. but in your heart you knew yeah, how I much held you loved it. it. Yeah, and I yeah. put it down deep into my soul, into my tummy. and I Locked that one away. Locked it away, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I was sweat there. I said to them, oh, I, I'm not sweat at Fortnite, but I'm sweat at the um, game on Air New Zealand. There's this like bejeweled, it's called, and you yeah. just like swipe all the, the yeah. jewels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Rick is like, what level did you get on? I was like, oh, I don't know. Actually, I'm not sweat at that. Maybe I'm sweat at doing my exercise. At what point did you play that game rather than like read a book or something? So I have a routine on the plane because I've been frequently flying. Um, and I, on the Air New Zealand flight I was just on and the one that's coming up, I don't get the works. Oh, I just get, yeah. I yeah. don't get a movie selection, but I don't really care about a movie because I'd rather read, mm. podcast, and play Bejeweled. Oh, so you do all three. Also, I play Solitaire. Yeah, love a bit of Solitaire. Same, and it was just so funny on the plane. There was a guy next to me. His girlfriend was by the window. Then there was this guy and then me. And we both were doing Solitaire at the same time. It's just so <laughs> funny. Like, your hands are, like, in front <laughs> swaying, and you don't want to look at their screen. But when I won mine, I wanted to like give him an yeah. elbow. We didn't talk, but I wanted to like elbow him and go, ha yeah. yeah. I'm out. <laughs> you know what I find a bit annoying? How when you know that you can win, but you've got to put all the cards away. And like, I did that. I was going, did it, did it, did it. Yeah. You can't go. Because on like, the computer you can, eh? It yeah, just like goes up. up. 
I think but so. I was thinking it's so funny because when I did that, that's so fucking funny that you said that because <laughs> I did the double tap on each card all the way up to the aces got all of their cards. And I was thinking he's probably looking going, why is she doing that? I, but I really wanted to finish it. Oh, what? Do you think people just don't bother? They're like in their brain, like they know they won, so they don't even finish it. I reckon yeah. some people probably would. Like no. I was actually like, legit, I had a lot of cards to double tap on. Oh, yeah, I'd still do that. I want to see it end. I want to see it finish. Yes, yeah, Okay, I'm mm. so pleased because mm. I've got a, t- a, a story about the plane, actually. Mm-hmm. Go on. Well, well, it was hilarious because we had just done the podcast about the plane in the toilet. Oh, yeah. Did you need to poo? No, I did not need to poo, but I'll tell you my story about it. So I got on the plane. The plane was a bit delayed. I needed to wee. So before we took off, they said, if you need to go to the toilet, go, because we're still waiting on somebody who's checked in a bag but isn't on the plane yet. Like, how is that even possible? Are they doing a poo at the airport? Maybe. Okay. But it was a while. So I went and did my wee, came back. That was fine. Took off on the plane, had a coffee and had a, no, I had a tea and a water. On the airplane. Yeah, when they came through, you're allowed tea or coffee, but everyone else has got the work. So they get like champagne and tomato juice and stuff because they don't need to pay for that. Just quickly on that, you know how we mentioned that lady having a wine on your aeroplane ride the other day? Mm. (laughs) On your aeroplane ride. Yeah. What we didn't say was like, what I just, I, I, you know, in my over analysis post episode, post record was like, that lady could just really fucking love the taste of wine. So it was not about the effect. It was not about whether it was an alcoholic drink. It was just like, "Mm, I love wine. I'm having a glass of wine. Absolutely. And when I went to Fiji, it was about five years ago with a girlfriend. We were having wine at Mm. 10 in the morning. So Mm. no judgment. It's just funny how your life changes and what you think, Mm. isn't it? I know. Okay. Because there was a lady in front of me getting lots of champagne and it was (laughs) 8.20 a.m. Australia time. Was it? Rip snorter. All right. Um, Go back to your story. Sorry. So then I sit down and I drink my cup of tea and I drink my water and then I need to go to toilet. Yeah, got so it. So we're about about an hour and 20 down. Mm-hmm. Trip's about three hours maybe. So I get up and I go to the toilet and I think, oh, well, people won't be caring that I've gone toilet twice. So I walk down and I go to the toilet and I realize, fuck, I've got my period. My oh, period's just arrived on the plane. That's unlike you to be ill prepared. Yeah. I, well, I'm re- I'm prepared, but I've got my disc and my backpack down mm-hmm. in my aisle on my seat. Oh yeah, underneath the seat. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, what am I going to do here? I go back to my aisle. I go in and get my. This is what I'm thinking in my head. What do I do? Do I mm-hmm. do I just? It was just a light little swipe. When I swiped, when I wiped my bottom, it was a light little. Dusting, like a tiny bit of blood. Not nothing on my panty. Would you like and to tell was, us the color and the? I was the... <laughs> light pink, light pink. I was oh. wearing the nude Lucy um, beige oh matching mm. number, and I was like, "Shit, this could go pear shaped." Mm. What am I going to do? But I don't want to have to go back and then go back. People will be like, "She's got the shits." Nah, so obvious. She's got a period. She needs a plug. Well, okay. <laughs> oh, so a I device. decided a device. So I decided, funny you called it a device because I called it that the other day. Mm. So then I thought I'll pop some paper in my panty. Mm, risky. So I popped mm-hmm. some paper in my panty and just went back and sat down for a bit. Mm-hmm. Wow. To then make a third trip to the loo with your <laughs> yes. disc eventually. 
Yes. Sit there sweating bullets. So I beforehand. So I, <laughs> that is it. So I'm That's thinking it. I'm not going to be heavy because I'm not heavy in the first hour. But no. This is a risk. What mm. if I am today? What mm. if the air, what if the turbulence makes it me heavy? <laughs> what if just because it's just my luck, it's going to be heavy? So I wait about 45 minutes. Hectic. Yeah. Is that worse? Because people will be like, oh, she's definitely got the shits. No. Nah, like, like, if I had gone straight back, they might have known. Oh, nah. Like, I mean, what, what of it? I would have just like, who cares? I, I think. I mean. What what where does the disc get stored? Is it in a little bag? What is it on its, it's own? In a, it's in a it's in a bag. It's in a bag, like a cotton bag. So I get in my I get my cotton my bag that I get the disc and I put it in my pocket and I just wait a little bit and then I get the balls to get back up. Mm. So then I get back up mm-hmm. and I go to the toilet and there's no paper. There's no paper. <laughs> paper. <laughs> I can't believe the story's still going. Oh my god. <gasps> I don't know where it is. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm not going to care. Who gives a fuck? I'm just going to put the disc in and go back to my table, to my chair. And I couldn't say, I was like, is the paper just in the aisle? Did it, did someone see it slip from under my, through my leg hole? Holy shit. I still don't know where the paper's gone, guys. So like, oh, I don't, I didn't see my... it. I, oh so there's a, some paper somewhere. There's some, there's some slightly bloody pink paper, bloody paper. paper. Good news, panties were sweet. Got the got the um, disc up there. Went back and just you know recovered myself. But yeah, funny. Where eh? did the paper end up, and who picked it up? Yeah, I don't know. The poor e hostess. If it was the, it might have had nothing on it. To be honest, I don't really think. Well, I don't know. It was weird because my my undies were sweet. Like so, it might have had something on it. Was why did it fall out? You had a g string on, did you? Yeah. Oh crikey. No full briefs around the fong, neck of the woods. Far out. I am one step ahead of you because I've had to do this a lot in my time. It's outrageous how many times. And what I would do in that situation is I get the toilet paper and I don't just put it on top of my panty. I wrap it around. Oh, that's such a good idea. So I wrap it over the top, under the yeah, bottom, over the top, yeah, under yeah. the bottom, a few times. Like a bandage. Literally. That's so good. <laughs> Literally, like, stops you bleeding out the under. Yeah, that is and... such a good idea. I should have done that. But, you know, with the G-string, there's not it's a lot of, It's a little of, like, bit more hard, yeah. Um, that's, yeah. I fuck. can't believe. I don't know where it's gone, you anyway. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So my walk back was a little bit like, oh, God, I wonder if anyone knows anything about me that I don't know. How many times have you just kind of been walking along and you just feel like you're in damage crisis control and you just think you convince yourself you're just leaking everywhere so you, like, tie something around your waist or you just hope for the best and you hope there's nothing there. But, you you know, I've had that anxiety so much in my life and I don't know why. I'll never forget, I think it was about fifth form exams I remember the jeans I was wearing. They were very strange jeans. They had a shine to them, a really weird shine, <laughs> shiny denim. And I remember sat in the hall in Onzo College and doing the exam. I can't remember what it was. You know, those exams were so sort of like um, watched, you know, with the examiners, you yes. know, watching. And by the time I finished, I honestly was a bloodbath in my, in my jeans all over. And I didn't really know until I just walked out. What did and- someone tell you? Nah, I just like got up and realized and they got to the, well, they must have, but I just, I didn't know until I literally like got to the bathroom or something and it was like everywhere. I think I had a hoodie that I could take off and wrap around my waist, but like, it's just so shit. 
That's quite traumatic, hey? Mm. Um, and what about like in the night when you're sweaty and you're 41 and you just have night sweats every night anyway, and then you think that there's just blood in between your legs because it reminds you of like blood, but it's not sweat. And then some t- one time it is blood and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. This is yeah. gross chat. This well, is gross chat. Yeah, but I'm sure yeah. people relate because yeah. unless they are across it and you yourself track your periods, you know based on your chat around periods that a lot of people don't. So I'm sure Do that you- happens to them. Say if you're due your period, do you wear undies to bed until you get it? Is that your general thing? I always wear undies to bed, don't I, every night? Oh, yeah, you don't let their vagina breathe. <laughs> so, <laughs> there, was a, there was a child staying at my house, or was there? I don't know, but someone was like, oh, no, but my mummy says, oh, it was our friends, my mummy says not to wear undies to bed because she says I should let my vagina breathe. And Nina was like looking at me like quizzical, like, mom you don't say that and I'm like yeah means me and you are a bit different we both really like sleeping with undies like she's the same as me you try and put her pajama shorts on her without undies she's like nah yeah but you don't wear pajama shorts without undies you don't even wear pajama shorts because they go up your crack so that's strictly 90s or bare is it yes and then a nightie boxes to bed and then a nightie just rides up and then someone could come in and stab you up your vagina in the night that is yeah, my I've, fear i've yeah it used to be mine i've worked through it and i just don't care if they're gonna stab you they're gonna stab you anyway like you know i get it i really get it so when i was staying at my auntie's i had my period so she, it was safe you know i felt quite good that i was going to bed and i had to wear undies so it was good for her it, not, not that she would know but i felt like <laughs> that when i'm at a guest house i'll wear undies but i'm not going to wear like boxes no um oh these the, the boys are doing this stupid thing called penis touch so Whoa, at breakfast that today. sounds dodge no they've got to have their fingers crossed and like if you don't you can touch them and go penis touch or something i don't oh, know it's so word. lame it's so lame but I was standing there today and they were all together, like they're in quite good spirits. And then I just went like, touched one of them, went, vagina touch. <laughs> and so like, mum, I was like, well, what makes you think you can just go around and say penis touch? Why can't we say vagina touch? I'm going to start vagina touch. So I got Dan, vagina touch and penis touch. And Dan was looking at me just like laughing. Like it was You've just... lost it. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? Why do they? Yeah, why do you have the right that they... <laughs> to play this stupid game? No, but but boys are just so funny how they just think they can talk about their penises and what yeah. and women are we we women aren't like, yeah so I know. that's why I made a point and then Carla they were looking at me but they were so cute because they were looking at me like they kind of understood what I was meaning yeah I do uh, yeah I think it's a good point valid um all right after all of that what's on your list today <laughs> um well mm. Going back on last week's podcast, we our uncle mm. has passed away, and I have mentioned that in Move It Mama, and I sort of did a post last night. But um, he he was a very yeah. We, we've got quite a close family, really. Like growing mm. up, we were all cousins, were all together, and we would have family. When it was our birthday, we would never have friends. It would just be cousins party, eh? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was a really great man, and we loved him. He was a real lad but he was a lovely lad like he the amount of gifts he's given his our auntie like going through all her jewelry box Mm. he's so cute because you'd never really think he was like that Mm. but he's given her so many beautiful little jewels and just 
little gifts as a token of his love for her. Mm. Anyway, they've been married in October. It'll be 52 years, but they've been together since since they were 15. Mm. So longer. And they've been the most beautiful couple to watch, eh? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, like they're so cute with each other. So we'd have Christmas Day and maybe there'd be a bit of dancing or something and they'd get up and dance. Remember he'd like rock her around the room and stuff? Mm. He was so cute. Anyway, he passed away after a very harrowing and horrific sort of year. 18 months, yeah. Yeah, and the last few weeks were just terrible. But we were talking, my cousin and I, about how you, when once you die, you're like literally just like a shell. Like it's so crazy that you can care so much about what we look like, but at the at the end of the day, this is what I was talking to the boys about. Like it's about what's in your heart. And so it's about your heart. It's about the connections you make along the way, mm. friendships you have. Um, it's about how you make people feel. And that's, at the end of the day, it's like our soul connections. Okay. So like once you die, your soul gets taken out of that shell and it, Mm -hmm. I I don't know, I don't know where it goes or what happens, but you know, and I know we all believe in different things and I'm not, I'm not putting it out there for someone to come and tell me what happens because I know what (laughs) I believe, you know, but what we were saying is that it's so crazy because you, what the exterior is a shell. It's what's inside that really does count. And when you see, when you are faced with death, you actually really start to really believe that again, like channel that energy again, you know. And we were talking, like I was sleeping in the bedroom where he had his golf clubs and his golf shoes with his socks and his shoes. Mm. And it's just so crazy that like he's gone now. Mm. But there's all these things, material things. Obviously, golf brought him a lot of joy. I'm not saying don't get things. But just remember, it's not about things. It's about how we make people feel. And it's about our our sole purpose of finding joy in ordinary moments. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Linking back to that podcast chat that we were just having at the start of this podcast. Yeah. mm. Yeah. And, um, but also circling back to two episodes of the Sparkle Pod ago, two episodes back, and it was a diet culture chat. That's what I um so the question we got was like, how do I not listen to it? And I've since then just kind of like gone on Google, like how to ditch diet culture. And like, you know, what one thing that it's that I've just been thinking about over the last couple of weeks is like when I was in the thick of what in the thick of diet culture, majorly influenced by it. I don't know, you know, dealing with food and body image insecurities, blah, 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 blah. One thing that um, I just really helped dig me out was just focusing on the fact that when I'm and moving to London kind of helped because I was by myself. I knew no one really a few people that no one fucking cared about what I looked like. I wasn't meeting people and they weren't going, oh, you know, th- there were no comments. Of, well, maybe I doubt there were behind my back, but they wanted to know me because of my personality, the people, the the, the friends that I made. No one cared what I looked like. Yeah. So, so they were, the ones that were, if there were people, judging what you look like they're not the ones you want to be with anyway exactly but yeah. my yeah my point is like I I do say that this helped dig me out of 
that way of living because just to the point of life and death and the circle of life and everything and what people will remember you for is they will not remember um what you what what you weighed you you won't care about what you weighed or you know I'm just putting myself I'm just thinking like you know if say you're at kindy pickup or school Mm -hmm. drop off or you're standing around and there's all these women around and that I mean yeah you might notice someone that looks cool Mm -hmm. but I I I bet you your bottom dollar you're going to remember if someone actually gave you a really meaningful chat yeah, or smile, like or so much. sparkly like your, eyes, or yeah. yeah, like you'll go home driving and think, "Oh, I really like that person." They, when I finish that chat with that person, I always feel uplifted. Yeah, like it's not you're not going to go home going, "Oh, that girl, she doesn't talk to me, but she looks real cool." Like you just wouldn't. No, it's not. No. It doesn't give you any kind of value. Yeah, so always try and yeah, no, like as you're saying, Jess, it, it taught you that actually I'm a really good, nice, funny person and I make people feel good and people are are liking me because of how I make them feel. Mm. I suppose what's confusing is and where the like conflict almost comes from is like there's just so much chat, whether it be online shopping and the availability to get new clothing or the fact that we're pitched and marketed new clothing and new skincare products and the new active ingredient in skincare, whatever. And everything that we buy and everything that we're sold revolves around how we look. And you could argue that like an exercise program that you're being sold revolves around how you look. But actually, we talk about exercising for how you feel. And the more I'm listening to a few other podcasts as well, the more I'm more and more certain that exercise needs to be in your life for reasons other than what you look like like Mm. bigger health outcomes or something that need to be the focus because while while I don't want to diminish aesthetic goals around exercise I just think there are just so many more important things to focus on which which come back to how you feel and so I don't know where I'm going with this point no I get it like uh, Dan and the boys have done their fourth park run in a row on Saturday and I said when I got home Saturday night, like, are you feeling good, babe, from doing that? He's like, yeah, so good. And I'm just like, God, I just love that you've said that. And he's really into, you know, obviously you guys know that he surfs. And he surfs probably as many, like, tries and goes out most days, unless the mm. surf is completely crap. But even if it's shit, he's got to the point where he felt a little bit, he sort of, there was a little time last year when we were just here in Australia and things were a bit stressful and the surf was shit and he was feeling a bit down. And I said, we had a big chat that time. And I said, even if it's shit, you might, you might just need to go out on your board anyway and get out there and paddle and stuff. So he's been really doing that. Mm, and mm-hmm. there's just a huge, it's, it's his thing. And so he said, like, I love doing that Saturday run. It's only, you know, half an hour. And then I surf, you know, five times a week. And that's just really, and I'll get, when I, when we organize the garage, I'll do my weights and then I just do, two little weight sessions or something but you can just see there's a huge shift in him and it's really cool for the kids to Mm -hmm. do that to see that shift and it's really cool for them to know that we are leading by example here with how it's making us feel there's never any chat about like doing it to look good ever yeah I know and 
I don't even know how we've got here, but life is too short. That's another thing. Life is just too short and you've already so kind of full to the brim of so many things that make you worry or stressed or, um, yeah, the pressure from whatever, or there's just not enough space for filling up what little space there is left over for superficial. So worried about that. Yeah, I think, yeah. I don't want to talk like that to someone who, you know, needs to lose weight for health reasons you know they need to or even if they just want to lose weight to feel better because then there's the double-edged thing isn't it it's like it's about how you feel and so if you are feeling shit then I understand if you're focusing on it to feel better about yourself and what you look like you know what I mean it's really hard I was gonna say um I believe that when you are exercising and if you haven't been exercising in a while remember we've got from the beginning which is a mm-hmm. from the beginning series mm-hmm. that you are going to be able to do. Mm-hmm. So get it in your head now that it doesn't matter if you used to be really fit last year. Don't worry, let it go. Just start from the beginning. When we are feeling better about like in our heads, because exercise makes us feel good. We know this. This is the science behind that. When we're feeling better about feeling better because we've exercised everything else feels better too. Like your thoughts will feel yeah. more positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your relationships yeah. will feel more positive. Your body will feel more positive. Yeah. And you keep doing the exercise because all the magic that happens around that whole equation mm-hmm. falls into place and you use that as your discipline to know it is a must-have in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to speak slowly like Rangan Chatterjee because he speaks slowly and I really like it because it makes me follow him and understand. I hear you. Well done. Um, yes, life is, I mean, you. It, it's a hard one. And, and sometimes the day-to-day can seem really hard and the day-to-day is hard. But in doing things that look after our body and our mind, which exercise is one of those things and the key part of that actually, um, the challenges of the day-to-day can feel less challenging or seem less, seem more more achievable. Yeah, and it just, like, I remember it gives us a bit of an oomph and a bit of zest Mm. and it makes things feel a bit, more as you said achievable like doing the washing isn't such a chore because you're actually feeling quite good about you know yourself and you're feeling good that you've moved and Mm. I just believe I did a post this morning and and just it's just so we've been saying to Jess before like we we know this and we've known it for so many years it's just we just want everyone to believe us that like you know it doesn't have to be complicated it's really important if you're able to move your body to actually move it with intent, like go yeah. give your craft out a little bit of time five times a week to actually go, I'm going to actually move my body properly with, you know, maybe it's just doing a workout. Maybe it's going for a walk or a jog or a bike ride or a swim. It's doing something just to 
know that you're 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 moving your body Mm. what I keep hearing about and it's no um not surprising is that the body is um designed to be physically active right Mm. not on the couch no and as you know um what do you call it? You know, things have become automatic and we don't have to go and forage or fight for our food. And we're not physical in our day jobs like we once were. Some of us obviously still are. We've become so sedentary and therefore your intentional exercise, you have to pick it up because your day-to-day life is rather still. Um, So you just have to remember that too, you know, like it does, your body was designed to move and designed to exercise and physical inactivity as Dr. Chatterjee says, a physical inactivity is like the leading death of leading cause of death Mm. out there. Mm. Um, So that's one, that's one reason to exercise, isn't it? I um, mildly rolled my ankle on the last minute of my run yesterday and can still feel it, and I don't know how I'm going to go about running, but that 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 is enough to also make you go, oh boy, you know, you just want to be healthy and able all the time, don't you? Mm. Um, yeah, the, that, those little niggles are part of the process of training for a marathon and stuff though, isn't it? Like it's just something you're going to have to navigate. Yeah, yeah. What Which I'm is enjoying shit, but like... Mm. I'm enjoying though that last time I did a marathon I just went out and just tried to run further and further every time but I'm following like a bit of a program now which is so interesting because it is largely the most the proportion of your running largely is quite slow you Mm. run and you just want slow and steady Mm -hmm. and you get longer but you know what I mean but that's so cool like that that's almost like um it will help you kind of enjoy the process. Whereas it's kind of like when I was doing hit all the time, I then really started to dread it because I knew I was kind of at burnout with my body. Like I, I couldn't keep going. And that's, I found it, uh, I would be dreading mm. my workout. Mm. Whereas mm. now I just am like, I'm totally in control and I know when I can push and, you know, I've, I've tailored my exercise to really suit what I need so this is cool for you and the fact that if you did have to go out every day and smash yourself and go real fast that would be, mm. become quite negative and quite daunting big time yeah that's a point good point to make in this chat that we're having but I don't even know how we got to this chat but from the beginning is there but and we want the feeling of success. Like if you're so, if it's not a habit for you, if you're so far from a exercise being a habit and stuff, you want to feel success initially, right? So you just, there's no need to listen to what you see on Instagram or social media. You don't have to go to F45. You don't have to start the latest like trend, find something you enjoy or can like, it might not even be enjoy, eh? but that you can like tolerate without totally hating and you can build a enjoyment level you can build on the enjoyment level of it but just my point being like you do not have to listen to the fads and the crazes and this and the that and go balls deep into exercise to begin like you should just go slow because it needs to be sustainable and mm. you have to get those feelings of that feeling of success as you go along otherwise you'll just bin it yeah, because we all like to feel like we're achieving something. Mm-hmm. And and be proud of yourself to, that you've achieved it. And don't compare yourself to anybody else. As Jess has just said, as we know, mm. the comparison is a 
thief of is the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. I took my dear cousin through a little workout on the, the other day, and I really honed. I, you know, I hate the word honed. I say that all the time. What could I change for the word honed? What were you going to say? I really say? drummed. I really spoke to her about. You know, I've been doing, don't worry about what I'm doing. I've been doing this for years. Like we are all different. We are all going through different things. We all might have a niggle somewhere else. Like we're all different bodies. Just be stoked that you are even wanting to do this. Yeah. Yeah. I remember being caught in this way of thinking and and being like, look at a human, look at a female. This is years ago. Look at her, go, right, what does she eat? And what workout, what's her workout split or whatever? And thinking, I need to do exactly that to look like that. And it's just, I know lots of women will be in that trap still, Mm. and lots of people listening maybe, that like, yeah, we are all so different. What... Yeah. First of all, like what what works in, in speech marks, what works for someone might not work for the next person, but also you are your own person and you are unique and like that should be celebrated and we need to just get away from trying to look like someone else, which I spent mm. years and years trying to do. Mm. For example, Jess and myself and Shah have always had quite muscly legs. And I remember getting a message, well, I've had quite a few, saying, what, what do you girls do apart from this? Because your legs are so muscly. Like, do you lift really heavy weights? Do you go to the gym? And we're like, I'm like, no, we don't. We've always had athletic legs, haven't we, Jess? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like our legs haven't really changed. Mm. We've always just had athletic legs and it's just so funny because I know that there are people out there probably going, oh, I want to have legs. I want to, if I do move at mama, I'll get legs, the shape of theirs or something. But, you know, sorry to say, but we've all got different bodies and our genetics have given us strong legs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. If you look Um, at our mother, she's got the same calf muscles. (laughs) I'm just thinking to, I don't know anymore. She, she doesn't. She, oh, she does. Do you know what? I'm so proud of them, actually. I was thinking about that, listening to that latest podcast about how they um always active, to gardening mm. so much. And I know that. And they're walking. So, yeah, I was just thinking they've really, dad especially is always busy doing daily, you know, hunt, hunt together. Exercise. Start exercise. <laughs> exercise. Oh, yeah, my so word. I'm really we, proud of him. We went there on saturday night for dinner and um i just came back with like i'd been to the markets like it was just bags of green and yellow string beans bags of zucchinis massive bag of like the most amazing plums ah what else they've been to the chickens the chickens have gone so no eggs which nina was like mum but that's really bad that we don't get free eggs anymore i'm like yeah it is bad um but anyway oh pears nashi pears Apples. Um, how like, amazing. So this is all grown homegrown by mum and dad mm-hmm. and it brings them huge amounts of joy. I was thinking about that when I was, um, when we've been the last week, I've been thinking about mum and dad and how they live on this block in Allswell is Horswell. And <laughs> they have worked so hard on trying to get everything, trying to just eat everything homegrown. Land, yeah. yeah. And they're really, really succeeding, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's stunning. They just do such an amazing job with all their crops. Yeah, I think our meal for Saturday night was pretty much all from their land to the table. Garden that's so to table. so cool. That's so what Dad, that I can just, like, that's really cool. Dad would have been very proud. Yeah, that was good. 
Um, um, what's new in your world? I see on Instagram you've got a ride on little track thing for the kids. Quad, quad bike. bike. Are you taking? Is that staying at Mum and Dad's or what's going on with that? Um, no, it's in our garage. And my husband grew up on things like that. And when he was like looking at it on Facebook Marketplace, and the guy selling it happened to be some guy he knew. He got the st- he got it for a steal. Apparently, it was a and sign. I- and I was like, a quad bike? Really? Like, we don't have much lawn, and the lawn we do have is quickly dying in this dry, dry summer. But, man, the so they are just fizzing it. Nina is just fizzing it. First of all, he brings it home, he turns it on, and they freak out. They just freak. L- loud noises for my children is like they just panic they, they're inside inside they won't go near it eventually nina gets on through a lot of trial and error and then bo wouldn't this is like a week ago bo wouldn't get it go near it and take it to Hallswall, Hallswall, and lena's hooning around the whole property with door and then eventually door just really low-key was like bo hop on i'll take you around and he got on and he was weird he just hadn't He'd been so scared of it, got on, and then he was just addicted. And well, because he would have seen his sissy like doing it. Oh, going... at least she was doing it around here like all week, and he just still wouldn't go oh. near it. So my children, ugh, I know some people will have the same issue. I went to the library on Friday. Friday we often go to the local library. It's a really nice, lovely, small one, and I love the guys that work there and the ladies. They're really nice. And we walk in, and I'm like, just give me a second. You go look at the kids' books. I'm just going to try and find one for me. They go off, but then I need to wee. I need to wee. So we go in. Nina just takes, well, she's been there before, takes one look at the toilet and sees that the hand dryer is on the opposite wall. Panics. Just panics. I'm like, Nina, the hand dryer is on the opposite side of the wall. It's Why not, is she worried about that? The noise. Absolutely freaks about a hand dryer. I'm like, Nina, it's on the other side of the wall. You've got to go. No, no, I want to go home. I'm like, well, we're not going home. Are we going to be here for a long time? But what? you you don't need to use the hand dryer. She just thinks, so (laughs) she's like censored, self-flushing, self-flushing. She She must have had an ordeal one day. gone to like, you know, I don't know where it is. One of the malls has a self Sense a censored flush and it's flushed on her bottom by mm. auto. But what's that to do with <laughs> the hand dryer? The hand dryers can do the same, but I'm like, you you are not going to go near the hand dryer. Look how far away it is. It basically took us 15 minutes. We took about four trips to the loo. I'll go. I'll go, mum. I'll go. I was like, right, we're out of here. We're going home. We're not doing this. We're go. We're going home and we're not getting any books. Um, and then Bo needs to wee. So we've been there like 15 minutes. We've not even looked at a book. Bo, good, good time waster, maybe. Bo. <laughs> Bo goes. And because Bo goes, she goes. And then mm, the lady darling. at the cafe has come out, turned the hand dryer off at the wall. She said, I'll tu- I can turn it off at the wall. I'll show you. It all happened again at somewhere else where we were, um, the museum, Transport Museum, Air Force Museum, on Saturday day. I reckon uh, – I don't – yeah, it okay. all happened again, and it's it's beyond me what to do because I don't want to leave the destination. I'm like, mm, I want to get a book out. I want to I want to get some books for them. I don't really want to just go home. Um, what do you do? <laughs> I would like before you get to the designated destination, talk in the car. Whenever I had like something crop up that. To Became an issue or something. Mm. I would 
use the car ride as a time to prepare them mm-hmm. and go. But I would be quite like, I would like, okay, we're going to the museum. Um, if you need to wee, you need to be really, if you need to wee at the museum, we will go to the toilet and you will trust that everything is going to be okay. And I'm not going to have any silly behavior with the with the hand dryer. Mummy won't put use the hand dryer on you. You just, it, 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 it's actually a, it's a device that dries hands. It's not going to hurt you. And you just need to learn and trust mummy. Mm, it's just mad. It's madness. And it makes and I, me, I think, my blood boil. And speaking of mum rage. Her behaviour might be, um, this is where Bo's getting worried about noises and stuff because she's displaying kind of. Yeah. However, um, what is interesting is some, yeah, unlike the bike, he'll do things and then she'll do it. So he's he's helping her as well. He's kind of yeah. teaching her. On um, Sunday morning, we biked, me, my two children, they are on their bikes and I'm walking to trying to get to the coffee cart. And we get about three quarters of the way there and he is just crying, 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 grizzling, 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 won't stop. I say, if you keep going, we're turning around, we're going home. We turned around. I see a member and a podcast listener and she's like, just wanted to tell you, I've just listened to your episode. This is before I say anything. I've listened to just mum rage. You're not the only one, Jess. You're not the only one. And I was like, took my sunglasses off. I was like, we're walking home. We haven't made it. We, I packed the bag for a day at the beach. We yeah, walked gotcha. home. Did you get home? <laughs> we got home. He. It took so long. It took so long. He was just crying the entire way home. And then I said, you will not get a fluffy. I will make Nina one when we get home and you will not be having one if you continue this. So we get home and he just sits there screaming, watching her drink <laughs> fluffy. Oh, I'm I'm proud of you. That I stood my ground. I was quite happy yeah. that I stood my ground. Um, Just on that note, though, I got a couple of messages about the mum rage thing, just that whole episode, um, and, like, the husband balance thing. And I found, okay, so one point I wanted to note, and one person said was, like, it might be worth mentioning that post a part of postpartum depression, a symptom, can be mum rage. Um, So she just thought it was quite, like, you know, we use the term rage really loosely and actually um, it can be reflective of a more deeper problem like postpartum depression or, you know, that if it's like beyond reasonable, there is help that you can get for it. Well, I reckon, I, I reckon, something to, mm-hmm. sorry, I reckon that like when my hormones are really imbalanced mm-hmm. and I, I diagnosed mm-hmm. myself with PMDD, like I went to the mm-hmm. doctor many times crying, mm-hmm. that was a real big part of my rage yeah and I feel like I'm yeah. way more in control of that now yeah so and that's it's ironic because my hormones are I not I can I know that I've balanced my hormones which yeah. is hallelujah well someone wanted us to talk about that so that's oh, a yeah. whole episode in itself is mm-hmm. eating for hormone balance and like you know obviously we're not qualified but I wonder if even they'd like like you to talk to it on experience or if we actually need to get someone on to talk to that. Mm, it's interesting, interesting, eh? I, mm. As I said to you before this morning, I feel like I wish we, I feel like Jess and I, myself, and I know this is probably, you're probably like, oh, whatever, you might eye roll us, but I feel like we've got quite good knowledge about a broad range of subjects and I wish I could call myself professor. An expert. <laughs> An expert. <laughs> because I do feel like we, when we listen to other when we do research and we listen to other podcasts that are delivered from doctors, um, we so understand and relate and everything that they're saying is that what we've been kind of thinking all along. Mm, yeah. 
I know. And even with like motherhood and um, stuff, like I remember just, but anyway, we're not experts, but yeah, just one day we'll talk about that kind of stuff, eh? Because yeah. I do feel like what we do have to say is quite valid. We have to back ourselves with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the other message was about like that kind of split that sometimes takes place between, and I don't know how many listeners relate to this of like kind of gender roles almost in the house, but the, this is the husband chat, like, you know, that they sort of take on a bit more of the outside staff and you take on a bit more of the inside staff and like this bone of contention with this particular woman that I was speaking with, which I totally relate to is that, the problem with this is that so much of what's on the inside and the inside jobs are so unnoticed. They're so unnoticeable. So like, and I remember mum saying this, that mum, when maybe just Shara and I were born, dad decided to like renovate a bathroom or something. And like, like you, you renovate a bathroom, you get so much glory because you've got this beautiful new bathroom. Like, wow, you're so amazing. You gave me this new bathroom. You mow the lawns. Wow. The lawns look so good. You fucking build a fireplace. Wow, that looks so good. But like you get no glory for maintaining, vacuuming, dusting, cleaning, blah, 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 you know? And that's like yeah. a real tricky one, I so, think. I, I pride myself on quite a tidy house, like in a clean yeah. house. I, I always, yeah. and obviously not real clean. We know this, not deep clean, but clean enough, <laughs> tidy enough. But the boys would never come home and be like, oh, mom, tidy house. Like, But they'll come home and be like, dad, did you... um but, you know, did you mm. build that fence? Mm. Or a cool surfboard rack, Dad. Did you do that? Whoa, Dad. Yeah. And, like, often non-essential jobs too. Not not, not essential. Yeah, like you the know, surfboard rack. Yeah, not essential. Didn't need it. Great. You get glory. And I thought this yesterday because Dor was out barking, like, all, all morning. And it's fair. Like, he's doing a race and he needs to train and so do I. So he's out barking all morning and I vacuum and do the toilets and blah, blah, blah. And, like, he gets in and eventually I was like, did you notice that the house is nice and clean? Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. But, like, if I didn't ask, you wouldn't, you know, there's no mention of it. And it's mm. it's just a real um, – I said back to this woman, I was like, in a way, I could say so much more on this topic but I mm. funny know. yeah because I'm the main cook cook you know in the house mm-hmm. and I cooked some really yummy tasty curried mints last night mm-hmm. and he sat down with his bowl and I was looking at him for like mm, a good 10 seconds like waiting for it yeah mm-hmm. and I was like and mm. nice babe because mm. I had had my bowl prior and I was raving about it and I went and had mm. seconds mm. and he's like yeah good babe mm. thanks Mm-hmm. So if you had cooked that, I'd be like, oh, yeah, so nice. Thanks so much for cooking. Like, what a great treat. <laughs> I know. I know. I've, I've I've just decided that I will come back a man, but I don't know when that will be. Yeah, I know. Um, hey, I've got something to say. We haven't – there's someone that wanted to talk about um, just quickly because I know we're really cutting it fine here with our – we don't try and cut it off at an hour. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, one of our listeners and dear members has asked – what do you do with new sheets? So if you buy new sheets, do you wash them before putting them on the bed or do you put them straight on the bed? She doesn't wash them. She reckons they've come out of a packet, so it's fine. What do you think? I very reluctantly wash them because my mother told me to. Oh, so you wash every all the time? Before they go on the bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the packet thing's interesting because I wash fruit that's come out of a packet or veggies that come out of pocket most of the time. So I figure people's hands have been on those sheets that you don't know that have been put into the packet. Um, I'm really bad at the fact that 
Yeah, no, I'm 90% wash them unless I'm like they're kind of like a, a a better quality sheet and they don't have that kind of Kmart smell. I've got no. lots of Kmart sheets that mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. bought mm-hmm. and they sort of have that kind of quite factory smell, not factory, brand new um, bouncy ball rubber smell. Yeah, sh- shitty, cheap smell, but <laughs> fine because so who cares? <laughs> I make sure I wash them yeah so I I actually do yeah because mum always washed them didn't she see it's so funny how we kind of how you're raised yeah. things that we do that are so similar to our parents I really am reluctant to I hate it it's nothing worse than having to do a bloody massive load of washing before you even get to use the things but how's but... the sense of achievement when you put the washing on and hang it and then you put it on the yeah. bed and think wow yeah, 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 yeah. So I wonder if this dear friend of ours will change her tune or not. I mean, we can give you feedback. The listeners, are you going to tell us what you guys do? And absolutely no judgment to anyone on what they do. Oh, no judgment to anyone. We're all just trying to keep afloat. But man, I see people like, you know, Simone Anderson, that like blogger Instagram yeah, influencer. Anymore, Nor do but... I, but I get spammed her like organizational reels and shit. Oh, I hate it. But uh, like this, like just organized people. There are some organized people out there. And I'd like to think that behind the ring light and behind the camera tripod, that actually there's chaos and mess. But I don't know that there is all the time. Funny, because we were watching Breakpoint last night. We were on to, like, episode two, I think. We've only just started because we actually realized when we started watching that, we were watching the second series, so that was wrong. So we've gone back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. So this was on the, – the second series was just on this player, and it was showing him and the his girlfriend at the time. They're both players. They're both in the uh, professional tennis players. And in their hotel room was so messy – it was mm. just like shit everywhere. And it's just so funny. It made me think, like, I wonder if, like, that's normal. Like, who knows? Mm. Like, we, Dan, we couldn't believe it. It was like they were, it was like what my house looks like when I'm moving out or moving in. Yeah, right. Yeah. Interesting. I wouldn't pick it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, lots of chat. What's your sparkle spreader, gal? Um, I had it. I had it. I had it. And I don't know where it's gone. You go. Okay. Mine is the boys. All four boys did their first surf comp yesterday morning. Oh, I didn't know about this. And no. Oh, you um, saved it. <laughs> no, I just haven't talked about it. I've been a bit, no, I just, yeah, I don't know. I just, it was, it was a long day. Had to get there at 7.15, got home by 2 mm. with our shade up, which was, thank goodness, because we hadn't really, didn't really have any idea. Anyway, they did really well. Um, so Tay doesn't really he did compete and he would have won his he was really awesome it was more of a his was like the younger age group and a lot a lot couldn't really stand but he can ride it away so he was really good so he was just stoked he said oh I said did, did you hear them call out they do a big mic microphone 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 mm-hmm. funny word that microphone <laughs> and they said we've got Tina and I was like ran up to the <gasps> hilarious and I said it's Tina it's Tay like call him Tay so then he kept looking over and go Tay's barrel tucking into that barrel and he looked over at me and like put it and I said good one like he got the name right anyway I said to Tay did you hear him say that and he's like nah I was too busy shuckering it up out there <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> anyway, Carlos got into the semi. He they all heats. There's quite a few kids. Mm. They all got through the to the semis. They all got through to the finals. Mm. 
And the under oh. 12 final, Louis was with Carlos and Carlos got fourth in the final and Louis got third in the final. And the boy that Victor. won is our good mate that we've met in Fiji, Lenny, mm-hmm. and that was real cute. He's a real good surfer. And Rico got into the, he was under 15s and he went through the heat mm-hmm. and then he went through to the quarter, got through to the semi, got through to the final and he won. Oh my word. I know, cool, eh? So there was about 20 kids under 15s in his group kind of thing. So that was cool. Yeah. These boys from the east coast of Christchurch come in there and they rock the fucking boat. Dan and I have decided New Zealand breed people Breeds them tougher. Yeah. Do they? Just because of the conditions and the elements? Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And also because they don't cancel things when the surf's a bit rough. Like with surf lifesaving and surfing, we've really noticed that in swimming and stuff. Like, I don't know. I just think. But then Dan said, I think what happens is, you know how Australia get a lot of medals? Mm-hmm. I think what happens is as they get older, there's no funding in New Zealand, not enough like funding, not enough people to give give that really good coaching. Maybe and the right that's where the breakdown is. Right, yeah. So maybe they come back here next summer and have a spurt, spurt, a purge in the conditions of Christchurch again to get them tough, keep get them, them tough. hard before they go <laughs> yeah, back hearty, to the sunny you know? coast. I know. Oh, that's yeah, so, so that cool. was really cool. That was cool mm. for Rico. Really stoked for him. Yeah, real cool. Mm. No, nothing on the nothing on the um, Mitzi WhatsApp chat about that. No, it's usually where the achievements and the well, because we got home at two, and then we had quiet time for an hour and a half, and then we had to go back down for the prize giving. Yeah, fun. Yeah, I didn't do the WhatsApp thing. I don't know. I sort of couldn't. I was. I'll have to pop it through today, maybe, sis. Yeah, go on. Um, look, I had a sparkle spreader and I don't know what it is, but now I'm just going to tell you that I'm really looking forward to getting to Wellington this weekend. And I think that's just going to be the sparkle spreader because um, it's like, you know, there's been lots of like, yeah, I just want to get there um, for yeah, multiple lots going reasons. On, mm. But that will be fun. You'll be able to see... Um, our family and how good to do the Move It Mama party in the boot camp and begin amongst the community in Wally. Yeah, big time. Yeah, can't wait. Um, yeah, really can't wait. That's another thing is um, just going back to Park Run. Actually, it just it reminded me that community is such a big thing. So, like Park Run, great little event because not only are you doing this really great run. But you get immersed in this community and that's what we will really, really feel this weekend. We get it through our online platform, but we will really, really feel that this weekend too, which is is really always great to feel. Yeah. Parkrun's cool like that, eh? So just down my street, our little spot, Majimba, that's where they have the parkrun. They only have like one there and then they've got one in Noosa, so it's quite Mm -hmm. cool. Mm Mm-hmm. And it just gives you that real sense of community. I, I just love it. I love looking around. And I wish that I could be a part of it, but I can't because of my knee. Mm. Carlos got 26 minutes on that. That was cool, mm, eh? I heard. On insane. Saturday. Yeah, insane. Well, never um, run, so it's quite good. Yeah. Okay. We're losing our connection now. It must be a sign to depart. All right. Talk to I you know. later. That was a really yeah. long list. It's been a while. Long time. well done if yeah. you got here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like okay. it was beneficial points. You know, don't worry, no worries. Yeah. Okay. okay. See you Bye, guys darling. this weekend in Wellington. Yes. See Anyone Wellington listening? people. You could get. So I saw people at last time week in Wellington, and they're like, "Oh no, it's not really my thing." And I'm oh, like, "Get hurry it up. for us. Get in there Just for for us, please." It will do something to your inner soul. 
soul connection go back to it, it and it would reckon it would connect our souls with you okay? absolutely yeah i've got my arm up i've got my arm up okay bye bye <laughs>